If you're tempted to shut down your business or you're tempted to close some of your programs, in the words of Kenny Rogers, how to know when to hold them and how to know when to fold them. If any of this is a part of your day-to-day right now, then this is an episode of The Road to Seven that you don't want to miss. Welcome to The Road to Seven. I'm your host, Sheila Cummins. I am an entrepreneur, a mentor, an investor, a wife, and mom to three beautiful children. Women entrepreneurs are up-leveling and changing the rules for business strategy, leadership, success, money, and impacting the world every single day. The Road to Seven is the diary of business strategy for women entrepreneurs. We meet you where you're at in your business and champion you along the road to your vision. And I am honored you chose to join us today. Ready to go? Buckle up. It's time to hit the road. Welcome back to The Road to Seven with Sheila Cummins. I am your host, Sheila Cummins, and today we're talking about knowing when to hold them and knowing when to fold them. You know, we are in the age of the great resignation. One of the benefits, I'm going to say, of COVID, though it might be too early for you to see it as a benefit, is that it's allowed people to really take stock of what's important and what's working for them in their worlds. One of the things that I've seen amongst entrepreneurs is there's a significant number who have folded their businesses and have chosen to go back to work full-time or part-time, but go back to get a formal job. Let me be the first to say that no matter whether you stay in business or you close your business, all that matters is that what you do is right for you. And so it got me thinking of how do you know when to hold it? How do you know when to keep plugging through? How to know when to fold it or to give in the towel, if you will, throw in the towel and go and get something that serves you better? And it's really kind of an easy distinction. It's kind of really an easy path when you choose to listen to your gut and trust that no matter what decision you make, you'll be okay. The first thing to remember is that there is nothing permanent in our world other than death and taxes. You know that one day you will pass and you know that one day you will have to pay your taxes because the tax people are going to come and find you and you're going to have to pay that bill. That's a guarantee. Other than that, everything else does not have a permanence to it. There is some fluidity to it. And so I think it's important that we remember when we're making these very strategic decisions about either staying in business, continuing to sell what you sell, or whether to just, you know, close it down, burn it down, and go and do something different, that if further down the road that decision is not right for you, that's okay. You can either reopen your company or you can reapply for another job. Everything is fluid. And when we can approach decisions like this with that confidence that this is not permanent, this is the right decision for me right now, sometimes that removes the pressure and the stress that's causing you to not see making a change as the option. Let's talk about leaving your company. Let's talk about closing it down. You know, one of the reasons that you went into business was because it gives you freedom and flexibility. 
Well, it's supposed to anyway, because it would give you an limitless ceiling of revenue. Well, it was supposed to anyway. And it's hopefully something that you love and are passionate about and really enjoy doing. If those just do not hold true right now, it doesn't mean you have to close your business. What it means is we have to make some changes. So first, let's talk about freedom and flexibility. If you are a slave to your company, it dictates every hour that you spend. It's telling you when you work, when you don't work. For some people, that works really well. For other people, it drives them crazy. They can't stand having to be in front of their computers at specific times. And so if your company's not providing you the freedom and flexibility and time, then it means we either have to make some drastic process changes and people changes, meaning we need to be hiring, we need to be looking at your systems, we need to look at your processes to really understand what's going on. We've got to be keeping an eye on that profit so that your company is always making more than you need it to so that you can keep making strategic hires that are going to liberate your time. And if those are not happening, then we've got to figure out why and what's stopping you from making those decisions. You know, if your business is not funding the lifestyle that you want, then we've got to go back and look at why. Why is your business not earning what it is that you want? Where is the gap? Is it a people thing? Do you not have the right people on your team? Are you not the right person to be running this ship? And this, I think, is one of the biggest things that I do believe that this great resignation has really opened up for people over the last couple of years. And, you know, we've talked a lot about people leaving corporate and starting their companies. But I think it's important that we also talk about people leaving their companies, their small and medium-sized businesses, and going back into the regular workforce, because that is also happening in droves. And so how do you know that you're not meant to be an entrepreneur? Well, there's a piece of it that we all have a bit of entrepreneurial spirit within us. And if you've lost that spirit, sometimes the best ways to rekindle it is to go and remove the pressures. And doing that, you know that you will always make more money and have more time when you're working for someone else than when you're working for yourself. And I know it sounds absurd, but unless your company is set up to give you that time freedom, then you are going to be working endless hours. It is always going to be front of mind. You can't just clock in and clock out when you're doing your business. It's always going to be a facet of your life and in your mind. And so if you're needing that space, then I'm telling you, maybe the best thing, if you're not willing to take the action to go and figure out how to make your business flow better and have stronger processes and how to have the right people on board and how to ensure there's a profit, if you're not willing to do those steps, then it's absolutely in your best interest to go and get a job, even if it's for a little bit. I can't remember who said it, but I've heard you know, somebody call stepping back into the workforce a BJ. <laughs> now, <laughs> what that means is a bridge job. So you can go and go, go ahead and get your mind out of the gutter. But that bridge job is that ability to step out of your company, go and work for someone else, clock in, clock out, do the work that you need to do to make the money that you need to make 
so that you don't have that mental load each and every day. And when you can remove that mental load, all of a sudden, things are probably going to become more clear. Either you're going to realize that you love working for someone else and that it you prefer in your lifestyle and in your life to not be responsible for finding your own paycheck every month and not to be running your marketing and your operations and your fulfillment and your team and your finances and, and the mindset that goes with it. For some people, it is that's the freedom that they're looking for. And so stepping back into the workforce is perfect. But if the thought of stepping back into the workforce just makes you want to vomit, then we've got to go and do the work. And that's where the empowered action comes into place. How do you know that you're meant to be an entrepreneur? Because you're willing and courageous enough to take the empowered or intentional action on a regular basis that's going to get you the results that you want. You know that a big part of the marketing is you being visible. And in order to be visible, you have to put yourself out there. So if you're not willing to do the work and get yourself visible and out there on a consistent basis, then my friend, your company's not going to work. We also know that being an entrepreneur is going to have some roller coasters. If you're not willing to do the work and take the empowered or intentional action, not just when things are going really well, but when especially when things are going terribly, then maybe being an entrepreneur is not for you because there's always going to be lows with your highs. Every single day there will be lows because you cannot experience the highs if you haven't experienced the lows. So if you're not willing to ride the roller coaster and do the work when things are not going well, then maybe, maybe entrepreneurship is not for you. Whenever you're growing your company, it's going to take time, energy, and money. If you're not willing to do and take the empowered action or take the intentional action that's going to earn you the money that you need by either raising your rates and charging a price that is in alignment with the value that you're bringing and is going to enable you to run the company and your offer at the same time. And if you're not willing to take that action of pricing your your products and your offers properly, then maybe entrepreneurship is not for you. It doesn't mean that your company has to have a team and that you have to have people working with you and for you. But there is a time in your company's growth where you will most likely need to bring people on so that you can grow past a level that you've been able to reach. And if you're not willing to take the empowered action or the intentional action that's going to enable you to bring on people who are going to make your company stronger, then you're right. Maybe entrepreneurship is not for you. And so I think you might be starting to see a pattern here. How do you know when to hold them? When you are willing to take the empowered or intentional action that you need to get to where it is that you want to go. Sometimes that empowered action is stepping out of your company and going and getting a bridge job or a full-time job to remove the mental loads so that you can have the time and energy freedom that you've been looking for and the money freedom if it's a well-paying gig. 
you know, those two things are accessible to you both through formal employment and through self-employment and entrepreneurship. But the only thing that matters here, my friends, is that you're willing to take the empowered or intentional action and that you have the courage to take whichever step is right for you and trust that whatever step is right for you today is not permanent. It doesn't always have to be the same way. You can make decisions and then change your mind. It's okay. That is a part of life. And so if you're holding on really tight to something that's not working for you, and you're holding on really tight to programs that you would literally rather gouge your eyeballs out than keep delivering, then how about taking that courageous action and letting them go? You know, I always say it's it's giving them breathing room. I have two programs right now that are just sitting on the shelf and I'm just giving them some breathing room right now. I'm choosing not to offer them right now because it doesn't work for me. That doesn't mean I'm never going to offer them again. It means that right now I'm just giving them some breathing room and I can make a different decision later. I'm not throwing them out. I'm not putting them in the garbage. I'm not going and looking for formal employment. I do have some offers out that are going to create some consistent income for me in very different ways than I have traditionally made money over the last couple of years. But that's because I know when to hold them and I know when to fold them. So I'm curious, what do you need to let go right now? And what do you need to hold on to? And what is that courageous action that you need to take? Leave me a comment. Send me an email. Send me a DM. Send me a bad signal. Tweet me. Instagram me. Facebook me. Let me know. What is the decision? And more importantly, what is that action that you need to take? so that you can shift back to joy and deep fulfillment. Because honestly, my friend, if at the end of the day, your days are not joyful and are not fulfilling, then it's time to make a change. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to The Road to Seven. If you found value in what you've heard today, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review. You might just get a shout out on an upcoming episode and you never know when I'm going to be mailing some surprise treats to our reviewers. Make sure to subscribe so you automatically get notified when new episodes are released. Are you looking for a way to connect with other entrepreneurs that are facing the same challenges as you? I'd love to connect with you in the Road to 7 Facebook group on Instagram and LinkedIn. Just head to SheilaCummins.com. You will find all the links that you need right there. Together, we'll explore more ways to support your shift into action so that you can grow your business to finally match your vision. I love aligning your vision of success with strategic and intentional actions because that is how we will grow your business to match your vision. I focus on women, all women, because women hold the keys and the power to creating a powerful and positive world through their impact. We'll see you on the next episode.